The Truth and Love Ministry is pleased to present Truth and Love Radio with former Muslim and now Christian pastor Sharam Hadian. Sharam is from Iran and is now a proud U.S. citizen living in Washington State. In addition to being a pastor and conference speaker, he is also the host of the weekly television program Till TV. And now, here is your host, Sharam Hadian. Well, thank you for joining us for another program of Truth and Love Radio with Pastor Sharam Hadian. We're grateful that you can be with us today, and we're grateful for your support and prayers as we endeavor uh, to speak the truth and love on every issue that is happening in our world, and, and particularly every issue that the Bible addresses. And uh, today I, w- I want to revisit a ongoing, uh, really, crisis that is happening around the world. Uh, that is the issue or subject matter that is Christian persecution. We are continuing to see some of the, if not the worst, Christian persecution in the history of the church. And an article came uh, my path from one of our supporters, one of our listeners, uh, that I thought was very troubling, uh, particularly in addressing uh, Christian persecution, uh, I guess to say in not addressing properly the real plight of Christians and what is happening in the world. And on the flip side, falsely, falsely uh, bringing attention, uh, not that this article does, but the, the media falsely bringing attention to what uh, is deemed as Muslim persecution, which is really non-existent uh, numerically compared to Christian persecution. So let's dig in. I'm, I'm going to give you the, the headline of the article, and then we're going to revisit some, uh, some, some, some verses that the Scripture brings about as far as suffering. Um, in fact, let me, let me start there because it's always important to start I think if we can with the word of God and really address what the word says. In 1 Peter chapter 4 in verse 12 it speaks of this, beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you which comes upon you for your testing as though some strange thing were happening to you. But to the to the degree that you share the sufferings of Christ, keep on rejoicing so that also at the revelation of his glory you may rejoice with exultation. If you are reviled for the name of Christ, you are blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. Let let, let me repeat, church, that last verse, because I think in the days that are ahead of us, both here in America and what we're seeing around the world, again, and I've covered this before, this is, uh, I did a five-part series on the uh, Christian persecution worldwide the increasing Christian persecution worldwide. And I stressed, I stressed, I stressed that we are in the midst, as I said, of of probably the worst, uh, numerically, the worst Christian persecution in the history of the church. We have over 215 million Christians that are under some level of persecution worldwide. And it is completely underreported, undercovered, not just by the media, but by many in our churches, many pastors, many church leaders that are not addressing this issue. So verse 14 again says, if you are reviled for the name of Christ, 
You are blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. So church, this is, you know, really a, a, a indication of what is to come in the last, in these last days and what we're going to face as we wait upon the return of the Lord, that we're going to be reviled for his name. Uh, but when we're reviled, we're going to be blessed. And I think this article speaks to that reviling. Uh, let, let me address a couple other passages here uh, that uh, that we've covered before on the program uh, in regards to uh, what we're seeing happening uh, worldwide. And 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 just to put some perspective of what's happening worldwide, if, if there's people out there who think, well, it's not really that bad, the numbers are staggering. I believe that there is a Holocaust slash genocide happening before our very eyes. And particularly, it's happening at the hands of Islam. Between 2005 and 2017, if you do the math, close to 1.1 million Christians have been martyred worldwide, worldwide for their faith in Christ. Uh, If this is true, if these numbers are true, this is the worst numerical persecution in church history. We have Christians in Iraq, in Syria, in the Middle East that are almost ceasing to exist. And this is a global catastrophe. Yet, as I just mentioned, there is silence from the majority of the media, our elected officials, and even many in the so-called ecumenical, social gospel-led, emergent church churches uh, that are more worried about, you know, the social gospel and bringing Muslim refugees in than they are about their Christian brothers and sisters who are being persecuted. Uh, Hebrews 13. 1 through 2. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Hebrews 13, 1 through 2. Again, I want to look at just a few verses that are stressing um, what the plight of Christians is and what we should be doing regard regarding it. Here we go in verse uh, 1, 1 to 3. Hebrews 13, 1 through 3. Let Brotherly love continue. Do not forget to entertain strangers, for by doing so, some have unwittingly entertained angels. Verse 3. Remember the prisoners as if chained with them, those who are mistreated, since you yourself yourselves are also are in the body also. So remember the prisoners. We're supposed to remember those who are in prison, especially if they're in prison because of their faith, because of persecution. First Timothy Chapter 3, verse 12. Um, let me see here. Uh, first, I'm sorry, my bad. Second Timothy, chapter 3, verse 12. Here we go. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. All who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. We can also look at Revelation 24 and Revelation 6, 9 through 11, when it speaks of the suffering of the saints, particularly in the last days. With that in mind, with it, with covering all that and giving that biblical background that we are indeed to expect an increase of persecution and suffering for Christians. Now let's go to this article. The article, which I will archive, which I will link in our uh, notes page is from Front Page Magazine and written by 
a Christian, uh, Raymond Ibrahim. I've I've commented on uh, various aspects of his writings in the past, and he covers a lot on Christian persecution. Here's the title of the article. Democratic Dementia. Americans mistreat, quote, Americans, quote, mistreat Muslims more than Muslims mistreat Christians. So that's the that's the 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 summation of a of a, of a, of a, of a um, number of studies that he's going to highlight in this article. That that the summation of these studies is to say, oh, actually, Muslims are more mistreated in America than Muslims mistreat Christians worldwide. You go really, based on what facts? And then uh, Raymond Ibrahim in this article says, the twisted and delusional world of millions of American leftist voters. So this was reprinted from PJ Media. A February Rasmussen report sheds light on just how divorced from reality millions of American liberal voters are. Again, folks, we are seeing that liberalism, progressivism, is um, is really a delusion. It is foolishness. You know, some would argue that it is mental illness, but but we know as believers that there is a spiritual root to this deception that is upon those who 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 embrace progressivism, leftism, socialism, communism, and Islamism. So here. Uh, is uh, the findings. After pointing out that, quote, Democrats are more likely to think Muslims are mistreated in America than to think Christians are persecuted in the Islamic world, the report elaborates. So here's what the report elaborates. According to this report, 56% of Democrats believe most Muslims in America are mistreated a view shared by only 22% of Republicans. So this is a huge divide between Democrat and Republican. And 39% of voters that have no affiliation with either major political party. So 56% of Democrats think that Muslims are, are, are more mistreated in America than Christians in the world. 22% of Republicans, 39% of general voters. Fewer uh, Democrats, 47%, think most Christians are mistreated in the Islamic world. So less than half of Democrats believe that Christians are mistreated in the Islamic world. Compared to, get this, 76% of Republican voters. So 76% of Republican voters believe that Christians are more mistreated in the Islamic world than Muslims are mistreated here in America. And 64% of unaffiliated voters also agree that Christians are mistreated worse. Women, according to the study, women are more likely than men to think most American Muslims are mistreated here. Which is ironic, again, when you think about the treatment of women in Muslim countries. I mean, isn't that so, so, so bizarre that you have women, you have feminist, liberal women who are embracing Islam, who are embracing what Islam stands for, and yet the perhaps 
uh, second group, uh, if, if, if religious minorities like Christians and Jews are the most persecuted in the Muslim world, couldn't we argue that women are top, you know, number two or number three as the most persecuted category in the Islamic world? And how is it that women in America, leftist, progressive, socialist uh, women embrace Islam? Just uh, delusional. So women are more likely than men to think that most American Muslims are mistreated. Um, and, 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 and think and, and believe less likely these women that Christians are mistreated in the Islamic world. Nearly as many voters under 40 think most Muslims are mistreated in America. So 51% of voters under 40, the so-called millennial slash Gen Z generation, uh, think that, um, Muslims are more mistreated in America than Christians are mistreated in the, in the Muslim world. So um, this is very interesting. Now, the problem with this report, because we don't know really what they're basing it on or what their question set was like, is that the, 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 it, doesn't, it doesn't go along with the facts. I will also link an article that I had linked before a number of months back uh, from Fox News, which is titled Christian Persecution, How Many Are Being Killed? where they are being killed, and so forth and so on. And, and in that, we, we listed some statistics, which, which Raymond Ibrahim uh, also quotes. And again, I'm going to just read from the article here. By the way, this article is from March 7, 2018, so just, just uh, within the last couple of days. According to Open Doors, and this is what Raymond Ibrahim points out, to put he says, to put these dismal Statistics in perspective, consider some facts. These are facts. Open Doors, USA Open Doors International, that is an international human rights organization, publishes annual reports concerning the global persecution of Christians. In their most recent report, they have noted that 215 million, million Christians experience high levels of persecution worldwide. Okay, did you get those numbers? 215 million Christians experience high levels of persecution worldwide. And again, we're sitting here talking about the narrative that Muslims are mistreated. And again, let me make this very clear, folks. This is a narrative that not only the media pushes and obviously the Muslim Brotherhood like care peddles uh, disgustingly. Uh, and and blatantly with, with with lies, they are liars, 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 deceivers from the pit of hell, and they push this narrative upon upon America, upon the media, upon elected officials that Muslims are so mistreated, Muslims are persecuted. Of course, this is the whole context of the word Islamophobia. We have highlighted on this program, I've highlighted my presentations where these loosey-goosey leftist, social gospel-leaning, emergent church, liberal churches are opening their doors and allowing the likes of CARE, the Muslim Brotherhood Front Group CARE, to come in and, 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 and give the, uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center list of hate groups and give the CARE list of Islamophobia networks and, and whine and complain and play the violin about how poorly 
they are being mistreated in America, yet these same, same liberal churches could apparently care less about 250 million of their brothers and sisters in Christ that are being persecuted worldwide. Their report, Open Doors report, goes on to say during 2017 alone, according to their studies, now again, their numbers are very, very low according to another source that I'll highlight in a minute, but according to their source, at least 3,000 Christians were killed, 1,252 abducted, 1,020 raped or sexually harassed um, on account of their faith, and 793 churches were either attacked or destroyed. This is according to their um, reporting in Islamic countries. Now, the overwhelming majority, again, of these Christians that are being slaughtered uh, or churches destroyed within 50 nations, of these 50 nations that are persecuting and killing Christians, 38 of them are Muslim-majority countries. So Islamic oppression is the main reason for persecution because Muslims believe that Jews and Christians have, they have had their teachings corrupted. The Bible is corrupt. Uh, Christians are polytheists. They are shirk. Islam is the final religion. Christianity and Judaism have been made null and void. This is backed up by the Quran. This is backed up by the by uh, the, the words of Muhammad uh, in the Sunnah. This is backed up by the uh, Sharia law book, The Reliance of the Traveler, the classic manual of Islamic sacred law that spells out the role, the responsibility to subdue Christians, to fight them wherever they are, to make them inferior, subjecting them to the jizya tax, the extortion tax, uh, and making them second class, to convert them, obviously, if they can, or to force them out of the areas like we're seeing in Syria and Iraq and even countries like Nigeria and Sudan, or final solution to kill them. So Islam, Islamic ideology, Islamic history is directly responsible for Christian persecution. This means that the, the text itself within Islam condones the abuse, the rape, the imprisonment, and the slaughter of Christians. In, in the, 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 by the way, the top of the top 15 of these countries, 14 are Islamic. The only one on that list that is not is North Korea. Isn't that amazing? Every day, every day, Open Doors is adding six women that are raped, sexually harassed, and are forced into marriage to a Muslim under threat of death due to their Christian faith. Every day, they're adding six. Every day, they're, they're, they're adding Christians that are killed. Now, as I just said, these numbers are very, very conservative. I think they're not as accurate as they should be because there's another group that we have cited that the Fox News article cites as well that is uh, referred to as the Center for Studies on New Religions or the Center for Study on, on Global Christianity. The Center for the Study of Global Christianity is an academic research center that monitors worldwide demographic trends in Christianity, estimates, their estimates, here's their estimates again, between the years 2020, uh, 2005 and 2015, they're estimating 900,000 Christians were martyred. That is an average of 90,000. 
I believe that is a much more realistic average when you look at um, the influence of, of quote-unquote civil wars happening in Syria, in Sudan, in Nigeria, when we see what's happening, again, in, in, in Iraq, in Iran, uh, in Pakistan, the, the nations where, where there, is, there is a massive uptick in Turkey, a massive uptick even in Indonesia, which many would claim would be a that is supposed to be a modern, uh, you know, version of Islam and more tolerant. We are seeing massive upticks of of, of persecution of Christians, of uh, Christians who are killed, um, and churches that are destroyed. So, if if the math is correct, and if it's ninety thousand, this is why I said if you actually do the math at an average of ninety thousand, and you do it from two thousand five to two thousand and seventeen. That's where you get the 1.1 million that I uh, referenced at the beginning of the show, 2005 to 2017. Meanwhile, what are the Democrats thinking? Oh, Muslims, Muslims, Muslims are more persecuted. Muslims are treated worse in America. I'm sorry, where are you seeing Muslims murdered in America by the hands of Christians? Where are you seeing Muslim women raped in America at the hands of Christians? Where are you seeing Muslims killed by Christians because they left Christianity and became a Muslim? Which, by the way, is is, is happening, sadly, quite frequently uh, in, in America where we're seeing demographics of young men, young women who were raised in Christian homes that are then converting to Islam. Do you see Christians uh, hunting down, hunting them down and killing them? Where do you see in America Christians making slaves of Muslims? Where do you see in America where we're trying to pass laws um, to silence freedom of speech for other religions? Where are you seeing in America? Where? Where are you seeing in America Christians burning down mosques, making Muslims so-called second class? This is nonsense, and yet the left eats it up, and the Muslim Brotherhood peddles this filth and this lie, and and many, many Christians, folks, many Christians are buying it. They're buying it. The likes, by the way, when we did the did the critique of the of the James White Yasser Qadi interfaith dialogue, that was James White White's narrative at the end. I he says I want you to talk, to hear from Dr. Cotty. I want you to hear what it's like to be a Muslim in America. I'm sorry, what is it like to be a Muslim in America? You mean freedom, opportunity? They can go to school. They can live wherever they want. They can get, you know, whatever job. Where do you see this persecution? Even according to the FBI statistics on religiously motivated hate crimes over the last 10 years, Muslims are tied for third with Christians. Christians and Muslims, on average, on average, the highest it's been is about 13% of the hate crimes. Suppose that, again, these are reported hate crimes, not necessarily always proven because we know there's been incidents where Muslims have reported Religiously motivated hate crimes, and we have seen them be hoax. We have seen them be fake. Like the case in Toronto of a young girl who said that she had her hijab torn off and was attacked 
and, and, and the police proved that she was lying. We've seen it with mosque attacks in America where it, it ends up being that it is the Muslims themselves that are, that are doing it in order to draw attention and sell their narrative. Folks, this is uh, part of uh, you know, the, the, the hogwash that is there. And, and I, I can't tell you the number of people that fall for it. The number of people that fall for it because, you know, this is, this is what it is. So going back to the FBI statistics, again, Christians and Muslims, the highest that it's been in the last 10 years is about 13%, although there is an uptick in Christian persecution. But you know what the number one group is? And I've said to on the program before, the number one group is Jews. On, on average, 63, 63%. One year it was as high as 71%. On average, 63% of all religiously motivated hate crimes are against Jews. What If there is an epidemic, it is, it is anti-Semitism in America, in America, and globally it is... Um, it is Christian persecution. Now, listen. Um, let me go to another part of this this article that he that he that he uh, uh, writes here because it says um, similarly, officials at any level from local and national are strongly responsible for the uh, for the quote oppression of Egypt's Christians. He was talking about. The, the, the treatment of, of, of Christians in Egypt, particularly through their failure to vindicate the rights of Christians and also their discriminatory acts which violate the fundamental rights of Christians. That the same segment of Muslim society are involved in the same patterns of persecution of Christians throughout the Islamic world, despite the racial, linguistic, cultural, and economic, political differences of all these African, Asian, Arab, and Caucasian nations, further underscores the only commonality and true source of the persecution, Islam. So Raymond Ibrahim's point is that the common thread in all of these Muslim countries is Islam, the teaching of Islam. Now, compare all this to the supposedly worst, at least in the minds of liberals, quote, mistreatment of Muslims uh, in America. According to a 2017, uh, I'm sorry, according to a November 2017 Pew report, in 2016 there were 127 reported Muslim victims of aggravated or simple assaults. In the preceding decades, assaults on Muslims average around 50 a year. 50. Even if this number were accurate, it pales in comparison to what millions of Christians, not 127, but millions of Christians are experiencing under Islam. So at most, you have 127 incidents. And again, we, 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 you know, we, we would con- condemn all of those if they're truly motivated on hate towards Muslims and attacking individual Muslims, I denounce those. But 127 versus 215 million each that are under persecution? And he goes on to say, the fact is many of these anti-Muslim hate crimes are later found, as I said, to have been fabricated or grossly exaggerated. Now, when we come back on the program, I want to cover a little bit more of this article, and I want to talk about some solutions. What do we need to do as a church to bring more attention to the plight of Christians and to expose this false narrative of um, Muslim persecution in America? God bless you. Thank you for being with us on the program. Don't fall for this stuff. The way we don't fall for this stuff, church, is to be committed to speaking the truth in love and following the word of God. Be faithful to the Lord. God bless you. We'll see you on the program next time. 
Thank you for listening to Truth in Love Radio with Pastor Sharam Hadian. You can visit our website, order DVDs, subscribe to our podcast, or support the ministry at www.tilproject.com. Please join us next time for another installment of Truth in Love Radio.